Make sure that's right. We so quick when we over 30 to get married to anybody. Take your time, girlfriend. If you stay in a prayer, if you stay, and if you unplug the your thing ear, that Elijah to move was an encounter with God. You want to take this crap off your life? You get an encounter with God and start to hear his voice. Ask him to start to open up your ear to hear Come what on, the spirit God. of the Lord is saying. Start to hear his voice. Ask him to start to open up your hey, ear friend. to hear Come what on, the spirit God. of the Lord is saying. Well, start to hear his voice. Ask him to start to open up your hey, ear friend. to hear. Come on, one. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this has been a day. Did you hear? That was still going. And I don't even know why. Then the wrong date was up there. This has been one of those days, y'all. Seriously. But I know for a fact that God is about to move on this broadcast because the enemy did not want it to come to pass. He did not want us on. We had so many issues. I know that my friends that's on here now that was experiencing the same warfare because I was, I mean, I literally was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this show. We just going to turn on the encore right before the show even came on. Those were my thoughts five minutes ago. So I know that God is about to do something. I need all of you to pray right now because the topics except we're dealing with demonic entities. We're dealing with demonic oppressions upon God's people. So of course we're going to have warfare. And so I'm so excited about tonight though, that we press through anyhow, right, right before we even began stuff was just chaotic. Okay. So listen, do us a favor. Okay. Go ahead and share, share, share with all your friends. Okay. Just share right now, like, and subscribe to our channels on YouTube and also Facebook and all of our social media accounts on the spoken true talk show. And please share with your friends because these topics, I want you guys to chime in on. I want to hear what you say about them. Okay. And tonight this is going to be a little different because we doing girlfriend talk. And we doing it with the millennials, okay? And so we have the hosts of Millennials Speak. We have Datavia Martin, and also we have Alice Daly. And I hope I be saying Alice's name right. She gonna, oh yeah, she said, y'all yeah, saying it right, I'm saying it right. And so I needed that laugh for real, for real, because y'all don't even understand what we experienced prior to this. And so guys, I cannot wait to have them on because I know they have a lot to say, okay? And so we not even going to put a time on tonight whenever the Holy Spirit say, okay, that's enough. Shut up. You know what I'm saying? Cause usually I'm like, yeah, we need one hour, but girlfriend talk and friend talk is a little different. And because we have videos and we kind of have graphics and then we have a lot of subjects. And so we're going to try not to, um, be too long tonight, but we're going to let God have his way. And so listen, once again, go ahead and share with all your friends. And I'm gonna go ahead and not delay the hour. I'm gonna go ahead and let our friends in. I think this is the first girlfriend talk we did with y'all. I believe so. They did their own little girlfriend talk, but this was the first girlfriend talk we've done with Millennial Speak. So I'm so excited because both of these people, these people right here, it's firecrackers. And then Juanita Martin is back. She have not been on the whole last season because she was booked to capacity. And so I'm so happy that she's on tonight. And so let me just go ahead and let them in. Starting with Alice Daly 
and Juanita and Datavia Morton. Guys, go ahead and unmute yourselves. I'm so excited. Hey, Hi, hey y'all, guys. Hi, guys. Hi. Y'all don't understand. I'm so happy to see y'all face. <laughs> this has been such a crazy day, okay? This has been crazy. And so, first, without further ado, Alice, go ahead and tell them a little bit about yourself, even though they know who you are, right? <laughs> but you, you you came on Millennial Speak with Datavia, and it's just been such a blessing to have you. So go ahead and tell them a little bit about yourself and, and anything that you want to shout out. Go ahead. Have your way. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to be on Girlfriend Talk today. Um, I am Alice, and only thing that you need to know about me is that I love Jesus, and he's important, and that... You know, he's the Lord of my life. Come on, period. Alice, how was your day today? <laughs> Y'all can see I have a different background. My day has been crazy. <laughs> I have a lot going on, but I refuse to miss girlfriend talk um, because I understand that there's an assignment. And when there's an assignment on your life, the enemy's going to do whatever he can to try to deter you from it. But I'm not going to allow him to ever win because guess what? My daddy's period. a good I have to be one too. Come on, period, period. Nita, you are back, okay? You oh, was not yeah. here all last season of Girlfriend Talk. And so it's amazing because you was on all, all the Girlfriend Talks. And so now yeah. you're back. And so I'm so excited to have you. Just, just talk to the people, just talk to the people. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I, I absolutely missed everybody. I did have a lot of things going on. Um, my grandmother passed and, and um, I'm in a new position um, for work, just trying to learn different things as a doula, going, learning more as a birthing a doula now, um, getting the opportunity, going to the delivery rooms, experiencing water births and things like that. So I have been busy, but I'm so excited about tonight. And just as Alice said, I am so in awe to see what father has to say tonight. And Brandy is right. It's been crazy. It's been crazy for me all this week. And today was a little touch too, you know, and at a point where I just was like, ah, I just don't even know. But God is the same God today and forevermore. And that's the God that we serve. And we know that he's going to be with us. He's standing right beside us. And because he's with me, I won't sink. Come on. I'm going to stay afloat. So, so I'm excited about tonight and i love millennial speak welcome to girlfriend talk and i absolutely love being co-host with brandy i'm ready for tonight let's get it period <laughs> come on detavia hey y'all it's good to be joining girlfriend talks i wouldn't say it's my top five but you know i still love it you know <laughs> i'm just kidding but girlfriend did you talk just say that did wait wait pause for the cause this is a true hater moment, y'all, because she's saying it's not her top five because she's not like the permanent girlfriend talk. But whatever. 
Anyways, I, I was just kidding y'all for real. But I really do love Girlfriend Talk. They always come with the hot topics. They break it down. They say what a TI is. They don't hold nothing back. So I hope I can bring that same type of momentum to the group on tonight. Let God just say what he needs to say. I'm hoping to even learn some stuff on tonight. So I'm very excited to see what how this is going to go tonight. I know Girlfriend Talk will be like two plus hours. But... <laughs> Alice says yes. Stay, stay tuned, y'all. I'm excited. <laughs> you guys are just as excited as I'm in. I am. I love you all, and let's get it. But here's the deal. She, even though everything she said was a period, but the shade of it all, I, the shade, it's the shade of it all. See, the millennials bringing in the shade on girlfriend talk. Because usually girlfriend talk ain't shade. But they bring in the shady. <laughs> look how they look at Nene. They're bringing the shade. I'm just saying. I can't relate. The shade is real. But let me tell you something, you guys. First of all, you know, I feel like I'm going, you know, when you preach, you give honor to the Lord, your Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, and all of that. And, and then you give honor to your husband and your wife and all that. So I'm about to be really religious right now and just really give honor to my husband. He's actually sitting in the back right now. Um, I hope he learning the rope so he can kind of produce these shows on the back end because we got screens everything, okay. everywhere. And so I want to tell him you might want to put the earphones on so that you can listen also. Um, but he's in the back and he's just been such a blessing. He was messing with stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know how you already got stuff going on and and every bit of irritated, <laughs> but honestly, he was helping me. Like he was fixing everything. Y'all, it was crazy. And the wires and all this stuff. And then he was making my notes. I mean, he was just really been a blessing. He was putting my stuff together. I had it all discombobulated. I had notes everywhere. He was So thank you, honey. I love you so, so much. I wish I can just turn the camera around so they can see you. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Corey. We love you. He said he wants his thank you after the show. What is that? <laughs> anyway, but thank you so much, honey. And thank you to all our friends. I see you out there. I haven't even put up my comments yet so I can see who's out there. But Deborah, Miss Janina, of course. Dr. Kishma George. Hi, Dr. Kishma from Delaware. Thank you for joining us on tonight. It's going to be hot and fire. We definitely have to get you on here for one of these girlfriend talk. Okay. Um, we have Miss Deborah Curtis in the building. Thank you so much, honey. And logged in Miss Lisa. That's our super duper uber uber friend. And if you out there chat and say something, whether you on YouTube and or Facebook, because we definitely want to know that you're out there. Okay. And so let's, let's get to it. Okay. We, we don't want to delay that. Let's just get to it. So listen, y'all. We had so many topics that we wanted to discuss. We kind of narrowed it down. I kind of went back and forth with some topics. And so I'm kind of excited because we said we was going to do a little icebreaker. Okay. And so before we get to the seriousness, you know, before we get to the good, good, because the topics tonight, y'all, is serious. Okay. I don't think, even think it's a fun one on here. It's, it's, it's not. So we said we was going to do a little icebreaker. And so I'm just going to pull up something real fast. Okay. 
And so what we have on tonight as an icebreaker, we're going to talk about being fly and save, y'all. And just some stuff that you can do. Like, I see, like, people in the church, they be thinking, like, you just have to just be looking like uh, Mother Moses or something. But you don't. You can really be young, fly, and save. You can be older. Yes. Off the chain and save. I don't know. I just thought of an O. But... <laughs> <laughs> I know I thought of that older off the chain. We're going to work on that. We're going to work on that. Y'all should have came up with something, some lines. But, um, you know, you can be swag and saving. So I just saw a couple of pictures online. You know, I like this girl right here. Like, she's still church and fly and save. You know, this girl right here, right here in the white. And then I saw, mm -hmm. you know, some jeans. People act like you can't have a little rip on your knees and jeans. I ain't saying preaching them. But I'm saying you can have a little rip in your jeans, a nice little top. And then look, you have women that are full and beautiful. They can still wear little maxi dresses. You, you know what I'm saying? To church and still look good. She's covered up. She looks swag. And then when it's hot, if you think that somebody is going to wear a full attire with long sleeves on when it's hot, then the devil is a liar. You can actually have your arms out. This is not old school Pentecostal. Okay. It's yes. not. It's not old school Baptist either. OK. All right. So you can definitely have your arms out. You know what I'm saying? There's there's no boobies. You know, there's no boobies. It's just they looking good. And then this girl right here in the orange. I love that outfit with the new shoes. I was like, OK, OK, that's all right. I like that. I'm going to have to go buy that. Yeah. And so what y'all think? I mean, starting with you. Uh, Nita, I'm going to just start with you and then the millennials going to have their way on this subject because I know that the millennials have a lot to discuss because it seemed like the attack be on their generation because they want to look good. You know what I'm saying? And if they skirts is not to their ankles, you know what I'm saying? So Nita, what you think about the topic of fashion, makeup? You know what I'm saying? What you think about that? I absolutely love it. I mean, all these outfits right here, I, I, I would definitely especially the the girl with the blue dress on in the middle i think that's Cute. beautiful i mean it definitely um shows her curves without showing her curves and um she's definitely rocking that outfit and there's nothing wrong with it you know it's it's a difference when you come in and you kind of um you didn't have any etiquette before you came and you have on a white blouse and you got on a pink bra, you know, um, you know, <laughs> that is kind of true. Wait, no, wait, but sometimes that we is true. Cause we didn't know no better. We didn't know any better. Right. And so when you know better, you do better. And so, um, not my biggest thing is people kind of putting them on blast and saying, Oh, did you see that? Instead of being the mature woman to the to the younger generation and say, you know, a cami will work with that. That's a beautiful blouse that you have, but you might want to put a black or a nude under that instead of saying, oh, go get a sheet. Get the ushers up here, get you know, cloth. get the cloth, you know, but <laughs> I love every last one of these outfits, they're they're beautiful. They're yeah. beautiful. I mean, being fashionable does not make you 
unsaved. Anna Jezebel. Boy, they love to say that when somebody going down, putting their little money in the bucket or whatever the case may be, that's Jezebel because she, she look cute. Mind your business. Mind your business. Stop looking like grandmama, okay? <laughs> Mind so, all your business. Mind all your business. So, yeah, I mean, even, even T-shirts. I mean, I have a couple of T-shirts and I like to kind of you know slid them right here a little bit now i'm not gonna go down my cleavage to them but you know it's okay to be fashionable we're not dead because we love jesus and we rocking for jesus we're not dead so no we don't no we don't want the sackcloth around our necks and <laughs> <laughs> all our heads and stuff like exactly. that exactly beautiful and look everybody tonight is beautiful Yes, Tyrika said, say that. Yes, Tyrika. And Corey said, Jezebel, do they even know what that means? I know they throw that around way too much. The study Jezebel, the spirit of Jezebel, what Jezebel did, what she stands for, who did she need it in order to be Jezebel? Because she did have to have some Rahabs, okay? I mean, some. she did have to have, to have some Ahabs, okay? And so we need to stop calling everybody Jezebel. Let us let us hear it, uh, Datavia, and then Alice. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'm First, not... can I say something real fast? Tay, you look cute. I really love your hair, by the way. Oh, Give a shout you. out to Tay Tay. She I love, love the braids. I love it, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'm not too much into fashion, but I mean there is a way to be modest and still be fly like everybody is. She just say she ain't too much into fashion. Yes, you are. Uh not really, but I mean, I do what I do, but <laughs> I'm going to say something. I'm going to interject as her mom. As her mom. I'm not that fashionable. I she will have a fashion show. Okay. She's needing to be there at 730. She's having a fashion show from 6 to 7. She's yes. changed her outfit. I mean, I, I, I promise, guys. I mean, who don't do that though? You gotta see what's going. Like, how I must say, you are, you do, like, you're different and you're creative, and your fashion to me is to be on point. I know that you're more of a hairstylist and makeup because she definitely yeah. do it big, y'all. She know how to do some hair. Do you understand? She know how to make them wigs and everything else. Reach out to her. We may need to be charging yeah, 500 for it. <laughs> I don't think I will ever do that. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But you know, I'm more into like hair and makeup. I mean, I dress cute. I dress modestly. I mean, I'm not out here just showing all my body. But I think that goes back to some people you just don't know. And you feel like you have to kind of show so much to be attracted, to be approached. And you don't yeah. necessarily have to. Like, you can no. still be covered up and modest and be approached you know like yeah. they're still gonna find yeah. you attractive if you're not just showing all your cleavage and all your butt cheeks are not out but <laughs> i mean have fun with it i feel like fashion just have fun with it and yeah. just be cautious about what you wear and where you wear it to like they said don't don't wear too much to church and then you might be called a jezebel but look good because as women our makeup, our hair, uh, and our clothes, that's all just kind of, we just use Self those care. things to kind of identify ourselves, not 
Like we need it to feel cute or something, but it's a, an accessory. It adds to our beauty. Exactly. And exactly. nobody's saying we need it, but we like it. I like to put my makeup on from time to time because it just enhances yeah. my beauty. Yeah. So I'm all for a beat look, to be honest. Me too. And uh, Tarika said, leave something to the imaginations. Amen. Won't he do it? <laughs> that leave part. Leave a little something. So Alice, Alice, I, Alice, I feel like you're a little fashionista. And I so like I really do. Alice, I feel like you are a fashion, fashionista and yeah. I feel like you know the common trend. So drop some nuggets on this. What you think about the attire and what you think about church wear in general? So I used to get judged because I wasn't churchy. Like I'm not going outside um wearing what some of these people wear that's just not me um i like to look cute i like to look good and i'm also not going to look like i'm going to convocation when i'm going on a date Come on. so these outfits right here are typically like my type of outfits mm -hmm. i always tell people because I've been labeled a Jezebel because I decided that I wanted to dress cute. And I tell people my holiness was never on my clothes, but inside of me. So um, I don't allow people to put their perceptions on me. I'm going to say this. That's right. Make sure that you're presentable. I don't think that you have to be. Um, one thing that somebody said to me once is that, you know, you can dress when you have a full outfit on and a man looks at you. Or in your case, a woman. Um, any woman who is fine is going to be that from within all the way to with um, outside. And so lot of it starts with knowing who you are. So my real beauty, my real fashion comes from, okay, Alice, whether you got on makeup or not, you a baddie. Um, and I think the other part is, is being comfortable in who you are. Something over the last couple of weeks, I had to detox myself even for makeup because I think as girls, sometimes we're just always wearing makeup, always wearing makeup. And sometimes I'm just like, listen, I want my skin to show. My mama gave me good skin. <laughs> and so I'm going to let it show. And so I think just making sure that you don't allow clothes or anything else to make you. Because whether it comes from a big brand or a small brand, um, if you know how to dress, you know how to dress. So um, I think, you know, Saints, we can keep it cute, keep it classy, um, but make sure that whatever you do, the Holy Spirit would approve of what you want to um, put on and what you're going to wear. You know well what? Said. I like that. Well That's said. well said. Well and I, it really captivated all areas because, and here's another thing too, um, to add on to that, is people that's in a church and they feel they feel like they more spiritual when they wear long dresses and buns. That don't make you more spiritual. You can have long dresses and a bun and raising all H-E double hockey stick. You get what I'm saying? And so right. I think when people think that that whether they attire um, make them so holy or they attire, um, I need to have the name brand and I need to have the red bottoms and the Chanel's going bankrupt and zero in your bank account, make you something it does not, it right? Does not. Because it's the Holy Spirit that's in us. God had to clean us from the inside and out, not the outside in, right? And so even when people first come to the church, please, please don't prejudge when they first enter the church because God has to do a work with them inside in order for them to feel some type of way on the outside. Like, ooh, let me, let me go, let me go change that because um you know you a guy would just pull on you like hey 
you know? And so I remember when I first even entered the church, I had on a shirt, you know, a, a shirt showing my belly and some tight pants. I think what was, it was some name brand that was out and I was all about the name brand then. And so I had that on, I didn't know, I'm just now saying, I put on what I got in my closet, okay? Then God began to convict me. And then yeah. I remember I had a religious moment, a churchy moment where I wore, wore all suits. And then all of a sudden I was like, I don't like this. I hate it. Like, yeah. I don't want to wear another suit. I don't care if I ever see a suit ever in my life. Three piece, two piece, four piece. I don't five, six, seven. I don't like them. Right. right. Because mm -hmm. it, it, you know, when you get too religious, you think that the collars, the white collars, the, the, the suits, it's sweat in the summertime. You have on a whole suit, have several stadium seats. I'm not doing it for nobody. OK, but exactly. I do know how to adorn myself. Right. With nice clothing, not showing too much, but still got my swag. I'm young. I don't want to look 95. I don't. So, and also we have to be careful because some people into the church, honey, they've been, they've been saved all their life and still. I was just about to say that because I see that little trend going around, especially for our age, for like our age that's in the church, grew up in the church. Like I've noticed that, I, okay, I've seen a lot of crop tops and tight jeans. I mean, straight showing your belly. You're in service. You're you're doing your ministry, and you're in a crop top and some jeans. I feel like that is just going too far too because far. you're sending the wrong message. For especially if you've been in the church, you know you're serving on all of that. You're not a babe. You like you you in it. You got years in it and. You're doing too much, and I'm kind of confused on what you're doing. Mm. You're sending the wrong message, and I mean, I've just seen that enough within these last few years. So that's the yeah. new thing because now we bring the world in instead of the bringing the church out, right? And so we, it's a thin line, you know what I'm saying? We want you to have your swag and you look cute, and you can do right. yourself well, and not show everything, everything, all your skin, right? And now it's like, well, come as you are. <laughs> you know, that's the first thing they say, come as you are. Well, what are you? You know what I'm saying? What are you then? If you coming as you are, you've been in church for way too long. Leave that for the babes. They come in. Don't prejudge. Don't judge. You know, they don't know because I was like that. But now you've been in church. You've been saved for 35 years and you still the Holy Spirit ain't telling you, hey, hey, that's too much, too much. Because, you know, you're going to look in the mirror before you leave the house. Everybody do. Who just yeah. put on clothes and don't look and see if it's all right, right? <laughs> and in Jeremiah, he look at four, five, six mirrors before he walk out the house. Four, okay. five, seven, eight, right? And then he sit there for a minute and we saying, come on, boy, we got to go. So who don't look in the mirror to make sure you good? Going to church, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, yes, Datavia, yes, y'all, we do, you know, we got to be cautious of that. Come on, we've been saved a little long. We ain't talking about the new babes, right? Because you have to find yourself and then the Holy Spirit will begin to tap on your shoulder and convict you with your attire. We got to let God do his work with you. But you've been in church all your life. You shouldn't be doing all that. Wearing belly shirts and, and booty shorts and, you know, showing your cleavage and all your hineys. Your little hiney is showing. Your hiney is showing, ma'am. Your hiney is showing. And so we have to be careful with that, right? And so, because right. it's uh, a time and a place for everything. Boom. As the book of Ecclesiastes said, but do go back to when your grandmother said, 
raise your arms up and see, you know, if you go raise your arms up and your, your shirt, shirt going to rise with you. <laughs> then you can't wear that. Don't, don't raise your arms up. Your shirt rise. Don't go outside. And especially when you preaching. Can we talk about the preachers? Oh, because now preachers just weren't anything. So people yeah. ain't listen to your message. They is not. I'm telling you right now. I was looking at a preacher and I don't even know what they was talking about. I was like, the whole, like, well, I only listened to it for two minutes. But I was like, <laughs> you kidding? I only did two minutes. I couldn't even let them turn that mess off. But the whole time, I'm, I'm, I'm just distracted. And so yes. you have to be careful when you're going before the pulpit. These are holy grounds, y'all. You can't just get up there with any type of attire and do everything. You know, you do have to do yourself right. And then, ladies, come on. You can't be wearing tight, very tight clothing. I, they, it's going to bust open if you move too hard. So I'd be afraid of that when you preaching, right? And so I, I don't believe in that now. Just wearing what you wear when you're preaching God's word. Yeah. So, so listen, we got, we got a few topics. We're going to go ahead and move right along. <sighs> <laughs> I feel like uh, getting ready for boxing match. You know what I'm saying? Loosen it up. So you guys know um, that Beyonce, okay? She came out <laughs> with an album, Beyonce. And um, I mean, she come out with a bang, right? Each time. I mean, it's nothing new, right? I don't even want to give uh, the devil too much, right? right. But right. we definitely have to talk about this topic for you that's in the church and for you that have kids to be very, very vigilant, okay? Right. And be on right. the watch because we're opening up portals. And let me tell you, listen, Linda's, listen, you'll be wondering why your, your eye, something going on with your eye, your kids acting off the chain, your kids twerking, making TikToks because of what they seen. And the trance, the, the enemy literally is sowing seeds in our kids' spirit. And so what, why I'm really bringing it to the table because she got a song called Church Girl. Church Girl, okay? So this, this was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. And so I did not want to show the video that was out here that I seen and stuff like that. But I did want to show some lyrics and I could not show all of them, but I did. And I was going to put a pastor on here, an older pastor, an old school, look like he Baptist pastor, Kojic probably. And he was talking about it and it was kind of hilarious to be honest with you, but I'm going to go ahead and show the lyrics on the screen and we're, we're going to kind of read some of them. Okay. Let's read some of them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> on this screen, I have you here. This is one of the messages, okay? I'm blocking Alice's beautiful face. That's okay. And it says, must be the cash because it ain't your face. It must be the cash because it ain't your face. This is the song Church Girl now. Now do it, baby. Stick it, baby. Do it, baby. Stick it, baby. We know what that means. 
Do it, baby. Spin it. Now spin it. Baby, do it. And it says, now spin that cash a little harder. And she might let you dive in the water. We know what that means. Drop it like a thotty. Y'all know what thoughts mean. That you know what over there. Drop it like a thotty. Now, now, drop it like a thotty. Good girls acting bad. Church girls don't hurt nobody. I ain't trying to hurt nobody. Trying to bring the life up in your body. And another lyric. Okay. It says, I've been up, I've been down, feeling like I move mountains. It's the beginning of it. She said, got friends that cry fountains, right? Some girl um, actually stated and said, oh, the beginning of the song just made me cry, made me think of me. This is all me. These are all church girls commenting. It said, I'm warning everybody, as soon as I get in the party, I'm going to let go of this body. I'm going to love on me. Nobody can judge me because that's a big word in the church, judge. Judge me, but me. I was born free. I drop it like a thotty, drop it like a thotty. She said, church girls acting loose, bad girls acting snotty. You bad. Let it go, girl. Let it go. Let it out, girl. Let it out. I said now drop it like a thotty, drop it like a thotty. Now, it was other lyrics that I could not even put on the screen. It was so much cussing and talking about the pooch and saying cuss words and et cetera. So I could not put that up there, but you get the picture. And she also, um, she added inserts from, um, what's the sisters? I didn't grow up in the Twinkie and Clark sisters like era because I was unsaved then. So I don't know a lot about their music, but one song, Am I Living in Vain, I think. And that was only because Escape sung it. So that's how I knew it was their song. So I don't know their music. I know Kiara Sheard because she, you know, when I got saved, you know, she was up yeah. and going. So with that being said, Twinkie said, you know, I don't know if she was throwing shade or she really was happy that Beyonce um, uh, put her song on on her album. But she did reply was like, I'm glad you listened to it and it touched you. And then she actually sung the actual song. Um, So I don't know if I don't know what what the mindset was. So no judging for her, because I know they would have to get it cleared if they're going to use somebody's song. So after dinner, they let them use it. So, y'all, I have a lot to say on this. I have talked talked about Beyonce on Girlfriend Talk before. We talked about um, um, the demonic um, Satanism and all the stuff that they do. I just want y'all to speak from this and I'm going to start with Alice. Um, Just speak from this, the church girl, the album. Um, Yeah. Go ahead. So I'm going to say this because um I have like many, many thoughts on it, but I didn't grow up in church. So at first I was kind of like super, super offended um, by the lyrics. And I think the lyrics are a little disrespectful when you want to kind of put them up against church girl um, that I won't agree with. Um, But what I started to realize in talking to um, different women, especially women in my age group, I realized that this is the norm for a lot of 
hurt girls who come in and are unsafe. Yeah. So there's a mix of the world. And so what I realized, there's a deeper problem that this church girl song has become many people's reality. So for me now as a prophet, I'm realizing I have to pray for the body and women, especially those who consider them general, have to actually come in and begin to teach these girls what it means to actually not only be a church girl, but what it means to be a Christ follower. Um, and so I began to realize that there's a big issue in the church and Beyonce might've just exposed something, even though she might've been trying to play some games or condescend or do whatever she wanted to do on that song. And so yeah. for me, I started looking at it and I'm like, I'm hoping and I'm praying that my voice will allow young girls who are coming behind me to never want this to be their standard. Um, and so that was the way that I kind of started to take the, um, the lyrics and the other stuff. And I honestly, I actually was like, Lord, um, if you ever give me that door, um, I'm going to have a conversation because this might be why Beyonce might think she's somewhat saved. And that's why some of these celebrities think they're saved because somebody told them this is what church girls are all about. That's right. So, um, I just have an issue with the perception that people have for the church. Um, but it lets me know that um, those who were in Hollywood who say they're Christians probably aren't really ministering the way that they're supposed to be because yeah. this is what they deem as a church girl. Listen, Linda, when That's I right. say you hit it from that point of view, like you hit it and it do like, honestly, when you see, and I ain't gonna say majority, but a lot of church girls, they, and she even said in her song, we, you know, you gotta go to church Sunday morning. You know what I'm saying? So you still gotta go minister, but drop the mic is hot and 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 do what you do on this end. I, she even said that in her song. And let me remind you, Beyonce do have she I ain't gonna say she was just raised raised in the church, but she did have a church background. Okay, how extensive. I don't know, but she do have a church in Houston that she sold to and she do stuff big. And, you know, of course, a lot of churches it don't matter. Bring your money. OK. And yeah. so and so that right there, you spoke on something deep, Alice, because now you have to look at it. It's a lot of church girls that think that way. And when I saw the comments of the church girls, OK, they was commenting. Like, oh, this so oh, like, I'm crying. Yeah. Yes, this is so true. I, I, was like, I was appalled. But see, here's the thing. Nope, let me shut up. Go ahead, Detavia. I'm going to let you speak. Wow. I was just going to say, like, uh, I agree with Alice a lot. I was going to even say some of those things. But I guess what I would say now is, like, the song is teaching you how to live that double life standard, That's that it. lukewarm life. And it's like, either you're all in for God or you're not. And I get it. Like you said, she has a church background. But let's be honest, you haven't been in the church in a very long time. So how are you identifying this church girl title if you haven't even been in the church for a very, like, a very, very long time? Because... I mean, that's just not the standard. And I mean, growing up, I was considered the church girl. And I really did go to church and all of that. I was a little bit more reserved than a lot of people say, like, oh, you a church girl, blah, blah, blah. 
I'm like, yeah, okay, that was my identity. And I ran with it. I'm like, yeah, I'm a church girl. I ain't going to do that. I ain't about that. Da, 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 I'm a church girl. But as I grow older, it's like, church girl, you could be a church girl, but you, as the lyrics say, you thotting it up and dropping it like it's right. hot. And I'm like, I don't want to be identified as a church girl. I'm a, I'm a woman of God. I'm a child of the most high God. Like, <laughs> I'm a child of the Lord. And I'm like, yeah. man, because that's how it is. Like, you see a church girl and you probably feel like, oh, you a church girl, but you probably still do this and that. Oh, you a church girl, but you probably don't really have no boundaries and no standards. Mm. You just go to church. And you see that a lot these days. People are yeah. just going to church. Just going to church. <laughs> they mm. don't care to build their relationship with God mm. because if you did, you wouldn't be thawing it up and dropping it like it's hot. You will be a little bit more reserved. And that goes back to saying, you as a safe person, that don't mean you can't have fun. Mm. Talked about fashion and all of that. Don't feel like you have to live in this box. We don't live in a box. We are free, but we also have conviction mm. that still align us with Christ. Mm. Yes. Listen, go on and drop them nuggets, millennial speak. Uh, <laughs> Nita, go ahead. You know, um, when I saw it and you just read the lyrics, um, I think Allison Tay just nailed it completely because I mean, really it's not holding them any type of accountability. That's what it is. Nobody's holding them accountable. So it's 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 definitely giving them a pass. It's it's That's definitely true. giving them a free pass to say you can still do this and you can still go to church and you can still serve and you can still minister and you can still evangelize exactly. and, you can still teach, and you can still prophesy but do whatever you want to do matter what you was doing last night because <laughs> it's normal you know this is this is the norm to them and so now they've put beyonce on a pedestal like nobody ever understands us and now this song is definitely reaching what we've been saying and i can relate and now we found somebody that can relate to us and this is so amazing and we've been saying all this all along and now we have a song that represents us mm. to say i can do this because Beyonce said it's okay. Beyonce said it's cool. But she has legit became a god to these people. Yes, she you know they have a they have a church, okay? Yeah, she does. A church, a Beyonce church, right? Sure they do. literally sing her songs. It's so <laughs> demonic, it's not even funny, right? And, and one of the words she said in here, she said, bad girls acting raunchy, church girl don't hurt nobody. And she said, she gonna shake that and shake her bitties. And she said, then I'ma bust it, bust it. And then she said this, she said, she said, um, she said now, she said, I'm warning everybody. As soon as I get to the party, I'm gonna work this body. And then she said, we now we know we have to go to church. Hold on. We know we have to go to church so that we can do God's work. Church in the morning so we can do God's work. 
Yo, listen. That's how you identify somebody that's just going to church out of religion and somebody that's really going to ship. I mean, going to church for a relationship. Relationship. That's how you find out. And so here's the deal. And this is why I'm bringing it to the forefront. There's many church people and I'm, yeah, I'm going to just say church people, right? Yeah. That they, uh, when it, Beyonce, uh, having an album, Beyonce doing a concert, they going to go and support. They going to buy, they going to listen to her music. They going to purchase it. And this lady is known. Okay. Known to do satanic worship. This is what she do. Her album, the cover, I couldn't even put some of that on her. She's on a white, she's on a clear horse. She's on a red or black horse. I mean, she literally simplifying, uh, trying to dive into the, even the book of revelation in her pics, in her, you know what I'm saying? Like she's literally making a mockery of the Bible. She even said that she plugged her menses with the Bible, right? So you know what that means? Use it as a tampon, the Bible as a tampon so demonic but we as church people now that's okay that's beyonce she ain't yeah okay so here's the deal we have church people that support it you listen to the music and you call it art you're blind that's not art that's making a mockery of god it's satanic art if you really want to go there this is what they do to bring the kids. They want your kids more than you, but you sitting up there, the kids don't even have discernment because you don't. So they can't even discern when something is demonic and off because you don't. So they put themselves in these positions to actually do what they do. So they lick blood. They make seances. They go and, and, and do all this other demonic things and tarot readings and they do everything up under the sun in school. They play these type of games that put you straight in a trance. It's so demonic because we as parents, right? We listening to it. We're doing it. We think it's cute. And it's literally taking the kids minds and gripping them and using them as forces for satanic kingdom. But we don't get that because we're so blind. And we call everything art and it's okay. I don't want to be so religious. I want my kids to know this. They don't need to know that. What they need to know is you breaking it down to them and why we should stay away from it because it's not okay. That's right. So with that being said, this right. Uh huh. I want you to read the last lyric again, the on the, the very last part of it. The very. Okay, hold on. It say, "Wish the thotty." No, the out of body, or it says something about I'm gonna take your body or something like that. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna body. take your body. It's like at the very end. Oh, I ain't trying to hurt nobody. Trying to bring the life up in your body. That part. Trying to bring the life up in your body. I mean, the, this demon is is hiding in plain sight. I mean, I, I don't know what people want them to say. I mean, they have shown themselves over and over again. She, like she has said, she has an out of body experience with, with, with this person named Sasha that allows for her to do things that she wouldn't even be able to do. 
Her husband has said that he's been possessed. So now we're talking about uh, now in the song that everybody's singing out of their mouths. You you saying it's out of your mouth, uh, out of body. So, I mean, over and over again, mm. I, my heart is really broken for her children. Mm. Mm. For her household. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the lyrics alone and the things that you're saying and just making a mockery completely mm. is, is really saddening. And, you know, and another thing, too, that people don't like to, you know, kind of, they don't like to deal with both Jay-Z and Beyonce. They have one of their friends. She's a, she's a huge witch, right? And they, they play with this thing, but it's nothing to play with. You get what I'm saying? She's, if, if you, I wish I can pull it up on the screen that she literally, this lady here is like the, 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 She's like the, the Satanist forerunner, right? And so she do blood sacrifices. This is what she do. No game, no, no shame in her game. This is a person that they yoke with. This is one of Jay-Z's best friends, right? And so you don't think that they doing these demonic seances to, to engulf your children. And you don't think that they using other forces selling their soul just so they can be made even the more popular so that they can have a, a they, they can lead your children. Cause they looking for the younger generation. They don't care about y'all. They looking for the younger generation. That was even, even King Herod, that was his main purpose. Everyone up under two, kill him, destroy him. So that was that was naturally, but spiritually, that's what the enemy's saying. I want your kids before they know who they are, before they know their true identity. So they making the music not for you. They want to keep their music for the kids because we that's always right. say kids are, are the future. And so we have to we really and talk to our kids about this. What 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 I, I show videos to my kids and kind of break it down. My husband and I. We really, really, so then when my son, Joel, see it, he'd be like, that's demonic. That is, that is of Satan. That is not of God. He would literally cry like, mom, that is not of God. Like he would cry because when he see the demonic, he identified because we had to train up a child. So when he see it, he knows. So when he go to school, when he go out here, ain't nobody tell him, come on, let's play the Ouija board. It's a cool game. Let's play the Ouija board. He'd be like, uh-uh, uh-uh. That is of Satan. He will rebuke them. You get what I'm saying? And so we do have to train up a child. And so with that being said, y'all, this next topic, if y'all got something to say, go ahead. Cause I can, I have talked about Beyonce so much. I'm sick of it. Okay. But we just wanted to highlight church girl and, and really get everyone's viewpoint on that. Y'all, Stop listening. Stop. Stop sewing into that. Okay. The finger, That's not good. The finger. I was going to say, and it's not even just Beyonce, but that is who we kind of use as the person of example. But a lot of this trashy music out here is doing it. I wish I would have submitted the clip for this, but 
a few weeks ago, I heard a guy, he was talking about how he used to be behind the scenes in the industry, in the music industry. And he knew that these big time people were praying, like yes. have prayers over their Come music on. before it was released. So yeah. man, be mindful of who you listen to and what they saying, read the lyrics. Read the lyrics. I be having to tell my brother and my sister, read the lyrics. I know the beats. Like, I like music. Mm. So I know you be like, ooh, this is a good beat. But read the lyrics. It's always fine print somewhere. Satan was there. the minister of music. So you don't think he have his hand in All it? All the lyrics. He, he have his hand in it. Color Me Bad. And then we're going to move on. Color Me Bad. One of the uh, original singers from Color Me Bad, he got saved. And he talked about how that song, I Wanna You Up, mm -hmm. he talked about how they had witches come in and pray, P-R-E-Y, pray over the music that say every young boy and girl will lose their virginity through this song. And that was the song back in the day. And I thought about, I was like, that song did make me feel some kind of way when I was 19 years old. I felt the emotion of the music, right? And I used to be all in and singing them songs. Now, why come my grandma and my mom and them and all my sisters and them tell me, but you know, we wasn't saved. But why didn't say, turn that music off. You ain't got no business listening to that. We used to watch everything. Everything. Me and Corey was just talking about like, how was we watching New Jack City? You get what I'm saying? So we don't know. And then I became New Jack City. I'm just saying that's my testimony. So that's what I'm saying. We need to be very careful on the, the, the portals we are opening. We are opening. Allowing our kids to li listen to and do those different type of things and TV and media. You know what I'm saying? Satan is the prince of air. So we have to be careful what's on the media and what we bring into our household and, and, and discuss this with our kids. Okay. So when they get grown, they have some type of discernment, some level of discernment. And so with that being said, Gina, yes. Amen. Carlay in the building. We love you, Carlay. I can't wait to her. She come back on. She was she was the original girlfriend, too. The, the original <laughs> girlfriend. Talk. And so, yes, Carlay. Yes, Auntie Londy. So true. Yes. Help us. Help us. And help so us. we have we have a video to play. Our next subject. OK, our next subject matter. We're going to talk about pool pit pimps since we talking about the church. OK great transition so we 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 have an amazing video to show and i think we really need to talk about this there's so many of them i just took one okay to talk about and then we're gonna let nita start off this subject uh, with pool pit pimps when we come back okay so we got a short clip y'all listen to this because the enemy is very clever okay in the church and so let's play this clip and we'll come right back. I'm not worthy. Leave. Right? Why? Because there is grace that approached him, that allowed him to say, come. Now the grace of God is here. Amen. To break altars Amen. in your life. I receive. To break altars I in your life. Amen. I am, as I am praying for her, as I, I am prophesying over her life. I there's altars that are being broken right I now believe. in the mighty name of Jesus. you to come here empty-handed mm. if there are people that say there's altar that is fighting my family I know there's an altar that is saying she can't get married there's an altar that says she can't give birth physical baby you can't you can't get you can't get pregnant you try there's barrenness physically and spiritually if you are here I want you to sow a seed 
I want you to have a sacrifice in your hands. Are you here? Are you here? A sacrifice. Hannah had to sacrifice something. Are you with me? Amen. Do you know the number for birth? That you just said, he said, have mama tell everybody to sow a seed for exactly what you said word for word. And he said, of $1,500 to connect to this word and then bless them and pray for them. Amen. 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 The prophet has spoken. Hallelujah. The prophet has spoken. Amen. The prophet has already know what I'm about to say before I even say it. Amen. Are you here? I want you to connect with me spiritually. I don't want you to be in the flesh because if you're in the flesh, it's going to pass by you. Are you here? It's going to pass by you. So I want you to be able to connect. Do you have something to hold in your hands? Two weeks ago, um, Grandpa was on live on Facebook. <laughs> so guys, here's the logistics of the video. The guy that was talking, saying Papa, okay, they call Papa, Grandpa, and Mama. That's not even their family members. That's just the pastor and his wife, with a, the two, two a prophets, IT, right? And yep. the grandpa, the father of one of them, they call him grandpa. So he, now he's calling on the phone to tell the guy, to tell them to sow a seed. He ain't even at the church. He calling with a number to tell the people what to sow. That's how demonic. They is so pimpish, right? And then the lady saying she would not prophesy to anyone unless they have a seed. So the girl was talking. She was trying. She said, do you have something in your hand? The girl, so I, did, I couldn't play the full video. The girl said, I was talking to grandpa. She said, I was talking to grandpa and I sold $850 or whatever the amount was. And she told her, I'm not praying for you to, uh, for you to have a husband. Basically, you still need to have a seed, right? Cause she sold a seed last week to grandpa to, to because she's single and she want a husband. She said, I ain't praying for you for a husband. That ain't what I'm doing. I'm praying for something else. So you need to have a seed. So the whole video is come up here. If you have a seed, I will pray for you. And I will break that off of you and you become married and you would do this and you would do that. Y'all it's a whole nother level, right? I couldn't play all the clips. It'd be too long. We'll be here all night. So this lady is, is Lily Java. Her husband is passion Java. Now he's praying for folks and he's saying, you know, have $1,500 seed. He said, 10 of them, bring them up here. They got $1,500 seed. It, all the singles come up. Here. When I say it's a mess and then once you research them, I died then. I spent two hours researching them. Y'all, it, it, it broke my little spirit as I researched them. And then there's so many others that do this, right? I'm not going to pray with you. I'm not going to prophesy you unless you bring $1,500. $1, unless you bring two. Some of them said 10000 so this is what they do. And this man, okay, the, 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 the husband of this woman, his net worth is $51 million. $51 million. And this is what they known to do. I will pray and I will prophesy 
if you give me money, you cannot come with no money. And the people say, yes, yes, that's God. That's God. Yes, prophet. Yes, master prophet. They, it's a whole not. They call them master prophets and everything. So Jesus Christ. guys, guys, mm. guys, mm. this hurt me. So Nita, you go wow. ahead. <laughs> wow. I, this, this was, this was a bit much. I mean, like, do you have something in your hand? Like if you don't have anything in your hand, don't even think about getting up out your seat, coming up here um, because I don't have anything to say. Anytime, anything I'm going to say, you're going to pay for it. When I open up my mouth, you're going to pay for every word that comes out of my mouth that I have to say to you. But here's the... Here's the unknowledgeable part about it, because when a prophecy goes forth, it's confirmation. God has already said it to you anyway. Why do you need to pay $1,500 for something that God has already spoke to you and a prophet is coming to you to confirm, hey, I got a word from God to give to you. I'm not paying $1,500. And she, she tells her, what do you have in your hand? Mm. Before she even, it's like, show me the money. I need to see. I need to see the money first. Just, it's just sad, just pimping the gospel like that. I mean, and it's just, and it's a lot. I mean, one of the reasons I I got off of um Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. The foolishness that was on there, like, I mean, it just became so ridiculous in some of those rooms. Just too much, too much. If you don't have the money, then, I mean, we're not even going to say anything to you. It's crazy. It's, It's the shenanigans, the shenanigans that goes on with... Pimping the gospel. Mm. It's, it's a bit much. A bit much. Yeah. I I got so much to say on this. Go, go ahead, Tay. Go. I know that Alice and Brandy are going to kill it because even when we were like talking about the other day, they have so much knowledge about this topic. So I'm going to say what I got to say briefly. Uh, no, let, my- let the Lord use you. Yeah. So from my perspective, I think I'm more concerned and I'm really praying for those who they see this and they feel like they can't connect with God because I don't have it. Like Mm. I financially don't have it. So maybe God don't got nothing to say to me. And Mm. that's not true at all. Like, oh, I don't got it. So I might as well not even go to church because I'm I'm not going to get prophesied to because they know I don't got no money. And if they call me up there, I might have to give my last mm. pay my rent. It's like, come on, y'all. Come on. The word of God is free. Mm-hmm. The knowledge of Christ is free. free. I don't understand why we're charging people. Like like my mama said, like anytime a, a prophet who is a representation of God, that's all they do. They represent God. They tell you what God says. What thus says the Lord. And nine times out of ten, you already know what thus says the Lord mm, if you're mm, mm. God. 
So why are you paying for anything? Mm. I respect mm. those people because it'll turn a lot of people away. Yeah. It mm. is turning a lot of people away. Y'all yeah. are sending people mm. out mm. away from God because yeah. they feel as if God mm. is not there for them because they don't have it. Yeah. Mm. It's not always about the money. It's never been about the money. Sad. It's never been about the money. It's never been about the money. And yeah, once again, I'm, I'm, we probably, I'm probably gonna say this all night. Once again, leaders are sending the wrong message. Message. Mm. Y'all message, and y'all mm -hmm. are dragging mm -hmm. God's people further away from Him when we're supposed to be the ones pulling, pulling them back in. My God, Tay, Tay, yes. Tay. Who? Come on, Alice. So I want to come with a balanced message because what I don't want people to ever think is that God's not going to require anything from you. Mm -hmm. um, because there are moments where the Holy Spirit will say, and I'll say this from my own life, there have been moments where I may have only had $50 in my bank account and the Lord was like, sow it. Mm -hmm. But here again, the Holy Spirit told me to sow the it. And Holy so because Spirit. I obeyed, the Lord opened up doors that no man could shut. And so we're not saying tonight that you should not give. Right. We are saying that you should use wisdom on when to sow, when not to sow, because everybody is not good ground. That's right. And so if you if you decide to sow on bad ground, God don't have to bless what He didn't tell you to release. That's right. So you have to be very, very careful. Now going to this witch, and I know everybody else on this panel <laughs> won't call her what she is, but I will yeah. tonight. She no, identified herself in that video yeah, when she sure. said she is a high priest. Mm, if you yeah. study witchcraft, if you study Santeria and all these other things, yeah. you will understand that one of their highest or hierarchies mm, mm, mm. is a high, um, high priest. That's what they call themselves. That's what they call and themselves. She let herself be known on that mic. And this is why most Christians have to have this word that nobody preaches about called discernment. Because if yeah. you don't have discernment, you're going to think everybody that your pastor puts on that pulpit is of God. And because they don't have discernment, because I've been there as a Christian, I've been under leaders who don't have enough discernment to know who they're putting before the people. And these people take advantage of them. And this is That's why right. even when it comes to prophetic, you have to tell the Lord, if this person is not from you, close their mouth close to it. even be able to identify Jesus. Why? Because many people get messed up because you want a word so badly that you want them to say something to you and now they distort your destiny. Why? Because they were never sent from God, but they were sent from the enemy. And so when it comes to this one, she, I have a whole lot to say about her. Mm. Um, she was quite interesting. Um, I, I think these <laughs> pastors, I want to say this. I know they're not watching, but I hope that they come across this one day. Get oh, a job. Yeah. Get a business. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. One thing that my spiritual mother always says to me is she says, you better not let any of these church people pay your bills. You better go to your source and ask the mm. Lord to establish you so on. that you are able to preach the gospel out of a pure heart and not because you need funds. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these pastors and preachers need the funds of the people. And so their voice is distorted because I have to preach the way you want me to. Come so on. that I, I'm going to go here too. And then I'll hand it back to you, Brandy. I'm sorry, but I have to say no, this because say there so. are a lot of women in church who are so desperate to be married that yeah. you receive every single prophetic 
heard and you think paying $1,500 is gonna get your husband. Baby, if you spend time in your prayer closet and you clean up your life and you allow God to do what he needs to do with you, then he'll send your husband. You don't gotta pay for that. Some of what you're searching for is only found in the presence of God. But because you think you can buy your process, and that's what happened with the church. We're buying process. So if I pay this little $1,500, it's going to get me closer to my miracle. That's right. No, no. no. do the work. Read your Bible. Study to show yourself approved. Lay on your face. Pray. Fast. Live a consecrated life. And all of these things, I think Jesus said to us, seek what? Not the pastor. Not the path on the yes. prophet, not Come the teacher. Seek first the kingdom of God and righteousness. That's right. But we don't want to do all that stuff, but we want the stuff added. It doesn't yeah. work. Like that. There's a there's a formula to the kingdom. And can I tell you something? Because you don't know the formula to the kingdom, you can't get what God has for you. And this is why the world who has the formula to their father's principles, the enemy can mm. thrive because they study the system. Mm, but first right. you, you study God's system. And so you can't get a blessing from somebody you don't want to be in relationship Come with. On. That's Come right. On. So you're going to get pulpit um, pimps who are going to pimp you out of everything that you own because you're so foolish that yeah. you will not listen to God for yourself. Because a lot of you know in your spirit you're not supposed to give. A lot of you know in your spirit these people are not right, but you're just hoping okay. by because you yourself are even operating and teetering on the demonic that you think, oh, well, I'll be able to just get it because I can buy God like he's a magician. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something, he's not. And he's so y'all better stop playing with him and That's realize that he's sovereign and there's a way to approach him. And some of y'all prophets and pastors, God's going to really deal mm. with y'all. Because you're accountable. If you have these people in front of your flock, you're accountable. If you have these people around, you're accountable. And let me tell you something. Hell is wide open. Hell is wide open. There because you don't got any sense in your head to get things together. So this is your warning tonight. I don't they don't pay me to be the prophet. I talk what God talk, tells me to say. You better get it together tonight. Because this is your final warning. This is your final warning. With y'all people thinking I mean, that you can do all this foolishness and he's just going to let you do it in his house. Alice. Let me tell you something. He got the broom out. He's ready to sweep up Come everything on. that's light so that he can start to bring in his kingdom people. So y'all mm. better be right and play with the real home team before you be on the losing side. Mm. That's right. That's right. Alice, you was on my stuff. Let me just say this. Yes, get out my stuff. Let me just say this. And this piggyback on what actually all of them were saying because I believe that we was on one accord. One thing about God is that God is a holy God. He's a loving God. He's a gracious God. But also he's a judging God. And there are many people now that's in the kingdom. If y'all hear this, these leaders, especially prophets, because that's why in Revelation, he said, because you let that Jezebel teach, you let her run up and down the church. You let her loose. You let her loose. And Jezebel can be male or female. Let's not get it twisted. It's a spirit. And because we let Jezebel partake in the holy church, 
the church that God built. He said, upon my rock, I build my church. The gates of hell should not prevail against it. We let her run rampant in the church. church. He or she, okay, it's a spirit. We letting her run rampant. Now God have to deal with you, you leaders. You false prophets. That because you don't have a job. And because you say, well, God told me to do full-time ministry, the devil is alive. It was the devil that told you that if you have to beg people for money and tell them to sow knowing they broke. I remember when me and my husband back in the day, we would go to churches and they'll say, yes, yeah, so come on, because God going to do it. He going to do it. Yeah, he going to do it. He going to do it. And we were so and didn't have no money. It was not the Holy Spirit. It was not God. And then you telling someone to get $1,500 and they probably got $5 in the bank. That's not God anyway. My the God. Holy Spirit will tell you what to sow. And you people, stop being ignorant. Stop being, stop ignorant. being naive. Stop trying to get a word. The Bible says you will have itchy ears. They will have itchy ears. You have an itchy ears and you want to hear the fluff and you want somebody to prophesy to you. Build your relationship with God. Get on your face and talk to God and he will speak clearly to you because God is always speaking. When he shut his mouth, that means something. If God ain't speaking to you, it's something. Now you have to deal with yourself and go before God and say, God, what is it? I want to hear you. I want to be close to you. God, I want a relationship with you. I want to talk to you. Oh, God, I want to be at your feet. Because the church have built their own empire. God is not in it. That's why Jezebel can come to the church and tell your people to sow $1,500 they don't even have so they can get a word. That they can go to God himself and get a word. That's why we need disciples. We need true leadership to pour into the people and teach them how you can hear from God. How you can have a true relationship with God. And it's not based on religion. It's based on relationship. It's based on your true heart posture towards God. You don't have to come to me. You don't have to come to, to Nita. You don't have to come to Alice Norte. You can hear God for yourself. I will turn my phone off and not answer a call because I am not God. That's right. Yes, I'm a prophet, but I am not God. Jesus. And the same way I go to God and get a word, you can too. That's right. And I won't speak unless God say speak. So many, let me tell you about the false, the pulpit prophets, the pulpit, the pulpit pimps. Okay. Let me tell you how you can identify them. Anytime that a pulpit pimp tell you in order to be blessed by God, you have to sow money, a certain amount of money. That's not God. That's not God. The Holy Spirit will tell you to sow. Another way that you can that you can identify a false prophet. Okay? These are false prophets. They also they and and let me tell you just because they can be accurate and tell you about your life, they can one, they can operate from a soulish realm. That's one. Number 2, you can they can also be dabbing in another spirit that's not the Holy Spirit from the Lord. It's a spirit it's a it's divination. Yeah. So yeah. you have to be careful because in the Bible, they were so accurate. That's why they made money. They made money from being accurate. The people, yeah, come tell me, come tell me, even Samuel. I mean, excuse me, Saul. He used the witch to bring back up Samuel to say, am I going to die? Like, what you, what, what's going on? 
but but what they saw was not really Samuel. And God said, you're going to die because you brought up a witch to speak and you should not have done that. Saul died because he he wanted to go and seek counsel from witches. That's why you have to be very careful. Anybody can lay hands on you. They can't pray over you. You try to spirit test it and see if it's of God. That's right. Stop trying to depend on people to give you a word when the word can do its own work, when you can go to God yourself and he can speak clearly to you. That's right. And so another way you can identify them. And let me tell you, just because preachers have money, that don't mean they got it from the church. People who have jobs, people write books, people do all different type of stuff. There's marketplace ministers that's in the marketplace. They building, they building things on their own outside of the church. Okay, so that don't mean you have to be broke, okay, to be a prophet or a pastor, teacher, evangelist and all of that, okay? But another way, they very, very flashy, okay? Because they wanna show you this is how you get it. So money unto me so you can be like me. And when I say flashy, I'm not just saying I like to look good. We talked about it in the beginning of the show. Go look at it when we get off of here. It's okay to look good, but I'm yeah. saying ain't no way you should have a hundred, a, a million dollars of jewelry on at church preaching the gospel. Yes. Oh Lord. And she said, and what get she robbed said. unless you faked it, whatever the case may be. There's no way Corey laughing. Oh, I know y'all heard him. He, yeah. he back here. There's yeah. no way that you preaching with a million dollars of jewelry on to the people. To the people. And that's how you can. And asking for their money, that's how you can identify them. Then you got a sheet up in the back of you. You ask for money, but you preaching in $1 million worth of jewelry and wearing Fendi and Gucci. That is false. That's how you can identify them. I don't want to hear nothing they say. With no I'm real just decor. saying. No real decor. So let you me, tell me you couldn't, you couldn't quick, spend 10% of that on your church to make it look a little good? I only spend about a couple of hundred dollars on my background. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Go no, ahead, because sorry. you hit it. Because here's the thing, right? Um, mm -hmm. I'll say this because I think a lot of people are ignorant. If the leader is the only person that's prospering in that church, you may want to run. Run fast. <laughs> run. A lot of people, and I'm saying this because my Come mother on. and I for years were ignorant. And we stayed under a pastor who, I'm going to give y'all it twofold. One, you can stand or a pastor who's get, obtaining all of this stuff, but none of the parishioners are obtaining it. But then there's another side to it where you're sitting under a leader who's in poverty. And so you're wondering why your finances are all jacked up. Well, it's because of who you're submitted to. And this is why you have to be careful of who you are naming as your pastor. You have to understand in this time and in this season, that everybody that calls themselves a lover of God is not. It's not. A lot of these pastors, how are you in the hood, but the hood doesn't know you? Come on. But you're called to that community. Mm. How in the world is a woman, a single mother in your church light bill about to get cut off? And you haven't taught her financial principles, nor do Come you on. want to sow into her so that her children and her have lights and water. Come on. You're wicked. You're wicked. And they may not tell you, but I'm going to tell you. Mm. And so you have to be careful about the churches that you were. You don't understand. Your tithes and your offering is a seed. 
That's right. And, and whatever you plug into, that's what you're going to get. That's a fact. That's Go ahead, right. Alice. And you biblically right. tap into the grace of that house. And the thing is, is that I don't think that a, a, a farmer, you could correct me if I'm wrong, Nita. I don't think that a farmer can get good seed out of bad ground. Mm-mm. Don't think it's possible. Mm-hmm. But yet for 10 years, you've been sowing your tithe into mm-hmm. bad ground and you expect a good harvest. And you expect a good so harvest. So let me tell you, mm-hmm. can I, and I'm going to end it on this. You're going to keep shouting, you're going to keep dancing, and you're going to keep saying it's my million dollars and you ain't going to have it in another 10 years. And still be broke. And oh still God. be broke. And- Why? Because y'all don't listen. You don't listen to God. He's listen. showing you the signs. He just gave you a prophet who's telling you the signs. So tonight, if you continue in your foolishness, that's on you at this point. Because you God has spoken to you and you either have a choice to obey him or you're going to um, decide to do what Come you want to do. Come on. His hand don't have to stay on people who are wicked. Come on. And you know, and, and, and let me say this, and I want to make sure y'all have this scripture. In 1 John 4 and 1, beloved, do not believe every spirit. Do not believe every spirit. Why does the Bible say do not believe every spirit? Because there's false spirits, okay? There is spirits that's of the devil. The devil have his own. The the Bible says Satan has his own ministers, Mm -hmm. okay? So it says do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God. For many false spirits. Prophets have gone out into Mm -hmm. the world. Stop thinking because they prophesying and it's accurate and you think it's from God. That's right. Satan has his own ministers. Yeah, that's right. The Bible says for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man. But men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. So we have to be very in tuned and have discernment and stop, stop slaving for a prophecy. Come on. Stop sowing for a prophecy. That's demonic at its best. We have to stop chasing it. You have people every time prophet come in town, they running to go see him and get in line. No, I ain't. Let me tell you something. You is not going to lay hands on me. The Bible says lay hands suddenly on no man. Mm-hmm. And you definitely not been a transfer because when you lay hands, there's a transfer to take place. We can get to that because Corey, I, I, I want him to teach on that. There's a transfer to take place when you hate, lay hands. And even in the Bible, when someone lay hands on you, they transferring. That's what right. are they transferring on you? Them demons, them devils, the demonic activity, lust. That's what they transferring. And you sitting up here waiting in line to get a get a prayer and a breakthrough, and you left the, at, just as a devil that you left before. You left as a hellion, even worse. Jesus, because you allowed them to lay hands. All right, I'm done. Let me shut up. Oh my God. So I just want to say one yes, thing. Go ahead. Beware of prophets prophets that read your tweets, your Instagram posts, your Facebook posts, and call <laughs> it a prophecy. <laughs> They're not doing nothing but recycling information you have already put out there. See, that happened happened on Clubhouse. That happened on Clubhouse. You know how your Instagram is tied to, yeah, and Google is tied to your actual um, 
uh, clubhouse, they literally go through and look at your Instagram and start prophesying. That's why I don't even fool with clubhouse like that. These false prophets, that's where they hide at. That's where they lay. Now you can sow into them on, on there. You don't even have to cash out. You can put the money in on clubhouse and give it to them. It's a hot mess. And I'm so sick of y'all false prophets always giving y'all cash app. Stop. Stop. Money sign. Dollar sign. D. Stop. What happens a lot to a lot of single women and moms, they're looking at your hand. Mm. I have been told and prophesied that my husband right there coming <laughs> and and you was married. Yeah. And I was married. This is lying. <laughs> but no, we, we saw a video on TikTok and the man was up there. He brought the lady up there and he was prophesying to her. Yes. And he's pointing to a man in the congregation talking about, there go your husband. And you can hear the man in the background talking about, I'm, I'm married. married. And she's shouting for it. And, and she's shouting. shouting for it. She just gullible, just sucking it all but up. But they said, the Bible says they would have the, the, the women, silly women, laden with lust, right? The men creep into their houses. So he's blaming the women just as much as he blaming the people. We all, we just want a man. Ooh, yeah. Don't be that desperate. Don't, don't be that desperate. Maybe that's exactly. Don't be desperate. Come on. You even got the pre. I ain't gonna even talk about the preachers and they the the convocations and the conventions and they and they already got women set up in every state. But I'm we're gonna say that for next time. Maybe on friend time. I don't know. We're gonna say that for next time. Cause listen, here's the deal. Yeah, we bring these topics not to not to beat up on you nor judge. But the Bible even tells us this, the, the, the saints will judge the world. Okay. But also we use that. We, we use that. He said, you, you ought to have righteous judgment, right? Righteous. So we need to stop feeling like we can't talk about these things as saints because it's so many people that's just so gullible. They don't know. So people here, listen to, they probably didn't even know about all this stuff that's going on. And then you go into somebody and they accurately tell you your social security number. You're like, oh my God, that must be God. And they deal in the spirit of divination. They a witch. You're a witch. Okay. They got the Kundalini spirit laying hands on you and you jerking and jiving. You don't know what it is. They just release some demonic activity upon you. Kundalini. And you don't even know. So let me stop. Arthur and Carla, y'all clowning on her. Y'all crazy. <laughs> Arthur and Carla, I love the Meredith's. We love you, Meredith's. I couldn't even get all this on the screen, y'all, because you know I'm producing too. I'm going to have my husband take this computer and he going to put the, uh, the, the comments on here. Her baby. Her. I'm, I'm going to need you to do the comments. I'm going to need you to do it. But y'all, it literally dis. I'm so glad we talked about this. I don't yes. know. Do y'all want to do another subject or y'all want to call it a good night? Um, I, I mean, because pretty much the, I guess the aim or the theme of this episode was just to let y'all in, put y'all on game, be aware, stay oh, woke to the demonic tactics going out here. Mm -hmm. Like, don't be so ignorant as brandy said don't be so ignorant know what's going on around mm. you and how it affects you and how it's yeah. impacting your life the your kids around you your family mm. like yeah gotta stay woke to what's going on mm. but i mean 
we can talk about another topic. It don't matter. I mean, I can stay on this topic forever. <laughs> because something that I keep hearing as y'all are talking is I just keep hearing it in my ear. Well, how do I hear God? Mm, Come on. I yeah. think because sometimes the ignorance is I just don't know how to hear him. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people and a lot of new Christians struggle with that. Mm-hmm. So I want to tell you, if you don't know how to hear from God, read your word. Yeah. Begin to pray. When you lay in the presence of God, and here's the other thing. Sometimes you just got to shut up. Because sometimes we talk so much that God isn't even able to get a word. And it's kind of like women. We talk, 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 talk. So our husband yes. can't say anything. And it's like, <laughs> take a minute and let him speak back let to you. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of times um, people become so desperate. And I won't be foolish and say I don't understand it. Some people become desperate because they don't know how to hear from themselves for themselves. The other thing that I also tell people is ask the Lord to remove your spiritual, um, I call it spiritual earwax. I know that's a little ghetto. Um, <laughs> but remove anything that's blocking you yes. from being able yes. to hear him. Yes. Um, yes. And here's the other thing. Watch who you're allowing to then speak back into mm. your ear. Because sometimes you're clogged up because you're allowing other words that he's not speaking into you. And so I, I want to encourage you all. She said something. I, I back all three of them. Um, may, most of you may not know, but I'm part Nigerian. And Nigeria is a nation that was born from witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Maybe we won't say it that way, but I'll, I'll tell the truth. It's, it's a born from that. Mm-hmm. And you have pastors, even your famous American pastors, who will go over to Nigeria and they will take the baths and they will sit with the, the um, witches and they'll sit with yeah, the doctors the and they'll sit with mm-hmm. the earth folks who, who talk to the ground to figure out what's next. Mm-hmm. And so you're getting them and you have these pastors who were able, she said it earlier, to call out your social security card, your middle name, all of this stuff. It's because they're they're working out of divination. But because you just think that facts equal Mm. God, you then get tricked into something. You get seduced into something. Mm. Um, One of my favorite scriptures is in Galatians. And Paul talks about how can you allow them to bewitch you? Yes. You came in knowing Christ. You came in knowing the resurrection. But then you allowed somebody else to Mm. speak into you. And so now you're doubting. Now you're not able to walk fully in it. Here's what If you started with Christ, finish with him. Don't allow pastors or other supplementary things to get you away from him and get you away from his word and his presence. Because if you do that, that's how you're able to allow the enemy to come in and seduce you. Because now you don't have anything anchoring you to him. And so now anything, any current, what yeah. does the Bible yeah. say? You'll be tossed to and fro to by and what? Fro. Every wind of doctrine. Every wind. Why? Because you were not anchored in Christ. And you're so because anchored. he is not in you, Come on, Alice. you can't allow anything to say anything to you. And now you believe it. Because That's all the enemy is after is your belief system. Your if belief I can get system. you to believe something contrary to the word of God, I now own your life. Abraham believed God and it was what? Credited to him as righteousness. Come on. 
It didn't say that Abraham heard the word from the prophet. No, Abraham believed God. He believed God and he spoke to God. And he, he had a relationship God. with God. This and word. he was thirsty after God. Mm -hmm. And he trusted God so much that he did whatever God wanted him to do, even if he had to sacrifice his son. That's it. That's the type of faith and belief we have to have in God is do or die, God, whatever you want me to do. God, I do. God, wherever you want me to go, I will go. God, whatever you want me to say, I will say. God, wherever you want me to go, even if it's in the, the, the barren land of Africa, in the seaside of Mexico, wherever you want me to go, God, I will go. That's what type, that's why Abraham was named the father of faith. Because he was willing to give it all up for God. And, and if you really want to know how to hear God, as Alice just said, if you really want to know how do I hear God, yoke with him. Just like yeah. you have a relationship with your spouse or that man that you know you ain't had no business having a relationship with. Just like you do whatever they want you to do. Just like you love on them and talk to them and call them 55, 50 million times. That's how you call on God. And trust me, he's the one that's going to answer. Not Joe and Blow and Sally and May. Okay? So if you just seek him, and, and the seeking is, God, I'm going to talk to you. The Bible says pray without even ceasing. So we got to pray all day. Okay? All day long. Okay? Because the spirit indeed, but the flesh is weak. So you know you got to pray. Because I can be right here saying hallelujah and then leave her and be mad. Be like, what just happened? That old devil and the flesh. And so this is how you stay in tune with God. You seek him and you read his word. You really want to know how to know God and have a relationship. Read his word. Yeah. The word, the, 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 the word by itself, you would know God and he will speak to you through the word. And then next thing you know, you having dreams and visions and you speaking clearly. It's the word of God and prayer and prayer. You must pray. Right. Prayer is everything. Right. And I got one more scripture about the false prophets in Ezekiel 22. Oh, okay. And Ezekiel 22, 27, her officials within her are like wolves tearing their prey. They shed blood and kill people to make unjust gain. Her prophets whitewash these deeds for them by the false visions and lying divinations. They say this is what the sovereign Lord says when the Lord has not spoken. The people of the land practice extortion and commit robbery. They oppress the poor and needy and mistreat the foreigners and denying them justice. And so in Ezekiel, he was talking about the land that they were doing everything up under the sun. And the Lord was speaking to him. And he said the, the land, they need cleaning. It needs to be cleansed at this season. This nation needs to be cleansed. And we wonder why so much stuff going on. We got, we was going to talk about the pox. We was going to talk about that. I guess we'll do it maybe on friend talk, another girlfriend talk. We was going to talk about so much dealing with the land and the people and the breakouts and all this stuff. We was going to deal with, but we, we're going to talk about that later. But we wonder why there's so much going on in the land. Me and Corey on, on 2022, the prophetic release, we talked about the wars before it was the war. We talked about how you won't even know the weather. It's so crazy. I was in California. It felt like Colorado just a couple, a week and a half ago. 
I was like, oh my goodness. You know, even though it was nice, it was good to not be so hot, but you won't even know the seasons. We're, we don't even know the seasons. The Lord is soon to return people. And we ain't got time to be playing. We ain't got time to be having itchy ears. We ain't got time to be doing what we want to do and obeying the flesh and not obeying God and not hearing him. We really got to hear God. So if you really start fasting, push the plate away. We, when the last time we as Christians, when the last time you fast? Jesus. When the last time? I know so many Christians say, I ain't never fast. So you ain't never pushed the, the, the plate away. It's time to start fasting and seeking him more. Because the devil, oh my gosh. He's like, he's a worn lion. He's sinking whom he can devour. That's and he using these false prophets and teachers too. That's it. The Bible says they take him from the poor. They don't care about him. Mm-hmm. The false prophets, they telling lies. They spilling lies. It's divination. It's not even from God's spirit. It's from another different type of spirit that's not of God. And so we need to be well prepared and be prepared for his coming. He's coming back. I don't believe in people saying that he already came. You dummies. No, he haven't. He's coming back. Okay. Matthew was in full effect. The word of God from the old to the new talked about his, his second coming. He's coming. And we better be well prepared for him coming. And when I say dummies, I'm talking about the people that that's so high up in the word that they they so smart, they so dumb. You know what I'm saying? They went they went to school for 90 years. They got all of these degrees and talking about he already came. I'm confused. No discernment. That's what I'm saying. You got to have discernment, people. No discernment. And Corey is laughing back here. I love that he's here. He's I'm feeding off of him right now. I just love him. But anyway, if y'all have anything left to say, let me just first thank everybody. Yeah, Cole. Cole said, "Fix it, Brandy." Right, Cole. I'm trying. They they talking up a storm on her, honey. They off the chain. So so I love them so much. I can't wait to have them on the show. And so thank you, Cole and Miss Janina and Miss Deborah and my nieces on here. Crystal, I love you so much. Um, Arthur, that's my boy. Got yeah, I love. I already talked about the marriages, but I'm saying it again because I just love them. Miss <laughs> Deborah Curtis, Miss Janina, thank you guys so much. Rona, Miss Lisa, I know you out there. Auntie Londy, I know you out there. Thank you so much. I can't. Gal was typing up. Miss Gina, Gina. Hi, Miss Gina. That's our CCF family, guys. Hi, Miss Gina. I love her. She's a prophet too. And so, guys. Thank y'all so much for joining us. I'm going to hand it over to the team. And then, Nita, you're going to close us out. You admin. You got to know how to close us out. Ted, Tavia and, and Alice, if you have anything left to say, go ahead and say it. Okay. I wanted to kind of interject a few minutes ago, but I was letting everybody talk. But I wanted to read this scripture. And it's Proverbs 1, 22, And I'm going to read a few of them. How long, oh, naive ones, will you love being simple-minded and discerning? How long will scuffers delight in scuffing? How long will fools hate knowledge? Mm. If you turn and pay attention to my rebuke, behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you, and I will make my words known to you. Mm. And I just kind of feel like that just brings everything together. If you want to know what God is saying about what's going on in the world, delight yourself in him, and he will make his words known to you. Pray for the spirit of discernment so that you can seek out the fluff. When you walk into a place, you'll be like, "Mm -mm, this ain't for me, let me go. Go. That's right. Pray for that spirit of discernment because that's how God is communicating mm. with us. Like Brandy said, through dreams, visions, signs, and wonders, the Lord wants nothing more than to speak with you, to cover you, to love on you, to guide you. So just put yourself in a place where you can receive all that God has for you. That's it. 
That's good. That's so good. Come on, Tay. See, she that quiet storm. I told y'all, boy. Tay, don't get it twisted. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Alice. I'm letting my sister end on that one. That was what needed to be said. Mm -mm. We, I, I ain't saying nothing behind it. Go ahead, Nita. You go ahead and close us out on the spoken truth. Man, man. guys, what an awesome night tonight. Bringing Millennials Speak with Girlfriend Talk. Whoop, whoop. Uh, our first time doing this with them, and we absolutely love it. We are going to have to have them to come back because we did have more to say. We had a <laughs> lot more to say, but we know when God says, shut up, Shut up. <laughs> like Alice said, shut up. <laughs> so thank you all out there. And we do see you guys chatting it up. We thank you guys for all the love and the support all the time. We definitely miss you out here, Carlay. We are happy to see you on here tonight. Supporting us has always supported us from season one. And God has blessed us to have five seasons, guys. So this is the fifth season of spoken truth we want to say good night we love you all so much but before we end it we definitely want to say if there's anybody out there that's looking and seeking christ yes we are here to pray with you um if you want to inbox if you want to reach out to us questions reach out to us on the spoken truth talk show and we are here to support, to to build you, to get you to the right covenant and church house that you need to get to. We definitely want to make sure that we are supporting you guys as you support us. Um, it's time for the kids to go back to school. Let's cover our children. Yes, sir. Let's cover our children. There are so many things going on. There were so many incidents last year. We definitely want to cover our children mm -hmm. in prayer and um we are excited because we are going to bring back the glory <laughs> here in houston yeah we are going to a major conference here and we are so excited about and i have it. a video after this too we to show the clip at the end to bring back the glory but father we want to just end it and i want to say father god we thank you for just yes, showing Lord. up we thank you for being Hallelujah. you we thank you for being alpha and omega in our life Lord, we ask you to forgive us for all of our sins anything that we said and we did that didn't line up with your word father ask that you bless us god and forgive us for those things right now god yes, we ask that you cover every school father god every teacher every janitor every bus stop father god every chef cook anything father god we ask that you put a hedge of protection over the children not just elementary high school daycares we ask you to cover colleges father god we ask you to cover universities father god we ask that you cover our children tonight father god and we thank you for just doing that mm -hmm. because we know that you are the answer. We know that you are the way, the truth, and the life, Father God. And without you, we are nothing, Father God. Yes, and we just thank you for bringing us all together, Father yes, God. God, on tonight. We truly love you. Yes, we magnify yes, you. Lord. And we lift you up in your precious name, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah.
See y'all next week. Combos with the Costellos date night. We love y'all. Thank you, Nini. That was powerful. See y'all later. Watch the clip. The next clip. Watch the clip. Hey, everybody. This is Prophetess Jerry Robinson. Listen, I'm so excited because I want to let you know that Bring Back the Glory Conference we are almost there, y'all. Oh my gosh, I've been counting down the minutes, the days, the seconds, and the hours. I know. Listen, I need for you to go grab your ticket right now at jerryrobinson.com. We have some amazing, amazing leaders that is going to meet us at Bring Back the Glory Conference. We have some amazing minstrels that's going to be there. Praise dancers, Apostle Ryan Lestrange, Prophetess Linda Roark, Prophet Marsha Blackman. Oh my gosh, so many speakers. Of course, myself. Bishop Robin Dinanoff, David and Nicole Binion, y'all, is going to be at Bring Back the Glory Conference and so many other Levites that is going to be there. We have two dance companies that's going to touch down in Houston, Texas, August the 26th through the 27th. You don't want to miss it. This particular conference is going to be like no other. I'm telling you, if you're not in the building, you're truly going to miss it and regret not being with us in Houston, Texas. Go to my website, jerryrobinson.com. I can't wait to see you there.